Welcome to Behind Frenemy Lines, the show that takes you behind the lines of frenemy trivia. I don't know how we introed that last time, Tim. Probably should have looked that up. But I'm your host, Brittany Shaw, and with me is my co-host and best frenemy and commiserate putter-upper with Tim <laughs> Dipple. Tim, how you doing and what you drinking? Brittany, uh, I wish I could say I was doing well, but my family's been... Uh... After three and a half years, COVID finally caught us. So oh, we've man, been I'm fighting so that. Um, nothing is more heartbreaking than a two and a half year old who knows something's wrong and can't convey it. Uh, so so that's been a lot of fun for us. Uh, but, you know, we're, we're, we're on the back end of it. So as for what I'm drinking because of the aforementioned sickness, I'm sticking to something non-alcoholic tonight. Um, I am drinking a Sam's Cola, you know, because that's so much healthier. Sure, yeah. Good fully sound. And you know what? I'm I'm ready to talk about our show a little bit more. Yeah, awesome. Um, well, I have I don't have COVID, but I have been sick this week. So, um, not sure what it is. Just had a bit of a cough and sniffles. Could just be a cold. Could just be being constantly busy and just you know, I'm not in my twenties anymore. And apparently that catches up to me now. Who knows? It um, does. But as far as what I'm drinking, cough syrup has alcohol in it. So I am going to have alcohol because I think that counts as like drinking cough syrup. If Maybe, or that's what I'm going to tell myself. But also I wanted to use my new glasses that I got that are little stormtrooper helmets. So very nice. I made myself a vodka cranberry um to drink out of a stormtrooper's head but i know that people love their fully sounds so because it's fall and because i never found my bottle opener and so i just bought another one and this one is better because it's shaped like deadpool i am finally gonna bust open a pumpkin warlock ale so see if the pop works Ooh, that was I very mean, nice sounding yeah i didn't get the lid off but yeah, but they didn't need to know that. It sounded good. You know what? I haven't hid my mistakes from our listeners so far. Why start now? Um, but I've been excited to try this Pumpkin Warlock Ale ever since I bought it several weeks ago now in efforts to encourage fall to come quicker. Did uh, it work? I think so. It's been relatively cool here. Um, and that's all I care about. I don't care about anything beyond my immediate surroundings. That, yeah, that's no. not even true. <laughs> like. I, I would love to pretend like that's true. So that is delicious. Then that's from Southern Tier Brewing Company. That is the Warlock Imperial Pumpkin Stout. That's really good. Um, so, uh, Tim, before we get into everything, I was asked a special request. Okay. If we ever did another Behind Frenemy Lines, which I knew we were going to do. Dana from The Critical Grind, who was on episode 16 and we'll talk a little bit more about later requested that the next time we do Behind Frenemy Lines, she wants me to ask you about Great Uncle Johan. <laughs> so I know we give you crap about it all the time, but that's been on PTE and Boozy, and not all of our listeners have heard the story. So why don't you tell us about Great Uncle Johan? Okay. Uh, so anybody who knows me for more than like, five seconds has probably heard 
this story. Um, basically, so my name is Tim Dipple. Uh, and when I was a kid, we were watching some history channel, something or other. Um, and it happened to be about like Frankenstein or Germany. I don't even know what we were like, what it was. And as we're watching, we hear the name Johann Conrad Dippel. And so, uh, as it turns out, Johann Conrad Dippel was an anatomist and an, an, an alchemist. Um, it was rumored by the townspeople that he was experimenting with transferring the soul from one cadaver to another. Um, and according to some stories, now it's not officially proven, he was the inspiration for Mary Shelley's book, Frankenstein. Um, so, so my mom over the course of the years has tracked down what that relation is. I don't know it. I know there is a connection to him. So I just call him great uncle Johan. Uh, so anytime Frankenstein comes up, I talk about great uncle Johan. And if you don't, someone like makes a comment that you're about to. So uh, yeah, no, I think the story is fascinating. I, in fact, I believe wrote it into a question on your episode I think uh, you and did. then give it to someone else. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so like, uh, I think the one person on that episode who had no idea about great uncle Johan. So, but yeah, so that's, that's the whole story. Well, thank you, Dana, for suggesting that question. That was very fun. And I'm not even sure I've ever heard you tell the whole story from like start to finish. I've just heard it in bits and pieces, a bit of a Frankenstein's monster of a story, if you will. Um, so, uh, I think that's fascinating. I don't have any cool relations like that to talk about so and, and from what i've heard like he was born in castle frankenstein and mm -hmm. he signed his name like johan conrad dippel von frankenstein so like 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 he used that moniker you know so that's kind of where it came from okay well was it pronounced frankenstein or frankenstein <sighs> i mean ask frau, frau blucher Okay, well, you know, if we ever have our own frenemy, Frau Blucher, you got an invite. I think that's the first fictional character we've invited to be on the show. Um, yeah, probably. But yeah, so after that lovely story, let's jump into talking about, um, like we did with Last Behind Frenemy Lines, we won't go into how we come up with stuff or what the, ori the origin story of Frenemy was. For more details on that, check out Behind Frenemy Lines episode one. Um, however, at the end of that, we did kind of recap each week's episode for the first half of the season. We've now recorded our entire first regulation season, um, yeah. all 16 episodes. So I just, I want to talk about each episode and just, you know, how that went and, um, you know, just kind of give our thoughts on it. Uh, I'm okay. not the I'm, queen I'm of right now, it. so, uh, you know. We, we made it through the first 16 episodes. Most podcasts give up after, I think the average is six. Um, wow. So we have actually surpassed the average. Uh, and we have no signs of giving up. I was going to say, uh, I can't believe you didn't tell me giving up was an option. <laughs> you know, I was like, well, wasn't. I signed on to do this. I guess I'm doing it forever now. So This is, this is just who you are. 
yeah, I, I'm a woman in my 30s who has a podcast and now has to talk about it obligatorily. So, yeah, uh, we're, uh, we're, we're doing a podcast about our podcast. Yeah. Uh, Weird. Meta podcasting. Yeah. Um, I mean, but- yeah, that's that is, in fact, what we're doing. We are meta podcasting right now. So you heard it here first, folks. No one else has ever used the term meta podcasting. We're trademarking it right now. Uh, but yeah, we've had eight matchups since we last took this little behind front of me lines break um that one kicked off the second half of the season kicked off with uh alan uh chrysel okay that one kicked off with alan chrysel troy harris donald fuller and keith moser and uh if you listened in you know that alan chrysel defeated donald fuller in the final round um yeah, that one I had to listen in because I wasn't there that week. Uh, that was a bit of a hell week for me work-wise and other stuff going on in life-wise. And it just was, you know, one of those times where sometimes, you know, like we had it with episode four where real life uh, took you away from an episode. We had an episode with episode nine where real life took me away for a second. So while I regret I didn't get to hang out with Donald, Keith, Alan, and Troy, uh, the episode sounded really solid, and it was a lot of fun to listen to. So I believe we called that one uh, a hippo riding through campus or something, riding a hippo through campus. Something like that. Uh, it, it was definitely along those lines, yeah. Yeah, that was because that, that was the Broca's area question, I think, that inspired <laughs> yes, that. That was the um, Broca's question. Yeah. Uh, Riding a hippo on campus. Okay. Yeah, that, that sounds right. So, um, <laughs> which wasn't even the last time that, uh, that Keith missed a question. It was, it was really funny. So, so we recorded that question. And mm-hmm. then, um, about three weeks later, my Learned League one day mm-hmm. went live and Keith played on that one too. And there was a question about, the Broca's area on there mm-hmm. too and Keith missed it there oh yeah because that was your Stargate one and that was it was three weeks after we re- that you recorded that episode but it was still before that episode had dropped I think so yeah yeah sometime in that period because that was your uh, Stargate one DS and I think that was like one of the only questions I got on the one day special for Stargate not having seen the show I did my best so Hey, I mean, it was fun, but th- we're not here to talk about that. I just thought it was a, a funny coincidence that Keith missed it in both places. And that is funny. I think it was funnier because Keith was like, this is the second time I've missed it, but he forgot where the first time he missed it was. And then the episode dropped. He's like, oh, right. That's where I missed it. So <laughs> uh, I think he shook his fist in the sky and cursed you. Maybe yeah. in my head, Kenny, he did. So let's take a look at episode 10. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, that we was just a talked fun about- one. Yeah, we just talked about meta podcasting in sort of a meta sense. We had four hosts from the Quadrivia podcast, which uh, was a podcast during the pandemic that was a step beyond trivia that was all about writing and hosting trivia. And we had four of their hosts, panelists, and also members of the Trivia Writers Co-op that you and I are both a part of on as players of that episode so that was uh jacob hein jay borsum returned for a second episode james key and jeff bim yeah our j j j and j episode oh yeah our oops all j's 
you that hosted one was that a one. lot of fun i did host that one um that one was a lot of fun to host because i was also a panelist on quadrivia towards the end uh and got to know that crew pretty well and obviously jay is one of my best friends and uh she even acknowledges that we're friends sometimes so <laughs> Uh, and she was gracious enough to come on a second time to play our silly games. Uh, and it was a lot of fun. That episode, I remember Jacob and Jeff had a pretty strong start on that one. And I believe, if I'm quoting Jeffy correctly, he said, we've got about 30 minutes until the double Mai Tai kicks in and then I'm going to be useless. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, uh, and about half an hour later... <laughs> So that one ended up with Jay Borsom winning and James Key taking second on that one. Yeah, and it was a fun battle right up there till the end. And that definitely had some great quotes in it as well. I believe we titled that one Weird Al is not now canonically a sandwich. Which yeah, I don't remember the context on that. Oh, it was something along the lines of, you know, I don't actually remember the context either. Mm. Uh, but he is now canonically a sandwich, at least in yeah. the frenemy canon. Yeah, and speaking of Weird Al, that's a perfect segue to episode 11, where we had Lauren Carey Robinson, John Carey, Heather Lewis, and James Lewis, and Lauren and John are from the Beard Al podcast. Yeah, so this one was one I wanted to put together. Um, last summer, we had the uh, the the pub trivia experience hot seat tournament and one of our most (laughs) one of our most popular episodes was lauren taking on heather and these two ladies are just honestly so much fun to be around that putting them in the same room is a ridiculous notion so we did it again Mm -hmm. uh, and we let them bring on whoever they wanted it as as their frenemy and uh lauren decided she was going to bring on her brother and co-host john and Heather brought on her husband, James. Um, and as it turned out, I think, yeah, uh, we had the husband and wife against the brother and mm-hmm. sister. So, like, you know, not often do we get the frenemies getting paired together. Uh, but that one ended up with the Robinsons knocking off the Lewises, and then Lauren knocked off uh, John at the very sorry. Yeah. The I was Carey's like, to be clear, I was like, John is not a Robinson. Yeah, Lauren sorry. is. The, the Carries <laughs> knocked off the yeah. Lewises, and then Lauren knocked out John. Uh, I think she had a come from behind victory on that one. Yeah, it was. It was looking, if I remember correctly, it was looking pretty in John's favor until about the last section, and Even possibly the last question. It was the last couple of questions, I think, that it came down to. Um, but yeah, I remember that episode was a ton of fun. I um, admittedly, that was my first time meeting all four of those players. I know that uh, you've been on the Beard Owl podcast before, as well as I believe at least Heather was a host with you on your sports podcast that you used to have. Heather was a host from nearly the beginning. James mm-hmm. came on near the end. Uh, I've I've known Heather and James. I've known Heather since like 2014 or something That's like that. Ten so, years. Yeah. Yeah. Now, um, did she? Does she call you Dim? Dimothy. Dimothy. Okay. Dimothy. Okay. Because uh, I'm not very bright. <laughs> well. 
I no comment. Um, <laughs> no, uh, you said the PTE tournament, and it reminded me that that was the first time you and I played against each other in trivia on a podcast, and you yeah. beat me. I, yeah, isn't that basically uh, which is why how our we... frenemyship st- started? Wasn't that basically how we kind of met? Like we didn't really know each other even we, at that point, did we? We had interacted somewhat through Learned League and WTF because oh, we okay. used to get yeah, matched up yeah. quite a bit in both of those because our private rental was really small that year. So I think we played each other three or four times <laughs> uh, that season. And you kept being like, well, you've, you've got a better winning record than I do. I was like, yeah, but you got the one on the podcast and that's the only one that really counts because that's the one that people heard. Um, which now that I think about it, I think what we've recorded three podcasts together. I've won one, you've won two. Sounds about right. Sooner or later, we got to get somebody to host Frenemy while we play. Yeah, you're right, Tim. At some point, we do need to have someone on to host a game between you and me so we can have a grudge match on Frenemy that we didn't write, I guess. Um, which Frenemy is kind of all about grudge matches and pitting friends and teammates against one another, which is a very awkward segue into our next episode, <laughs> which was episode 12, which is where we brought on a frequent playing team in the Liquid Courage games, the Prog Champs. Uh, we brought four of their players on uh, to face off against each other, and we welcomed back Christian Hernandez, uh, who was in episode three earlier this season. Uh, Pratik, we brought in. Stacy, and then Roy, who I know them all through online trivia, but Roy, uh, like me, was a season 39 Jeopardy alumnus, so... Um, so we had him on and that ended up being Chris and Roy versus Stacy and Pratik. Um, and then Stacy and Pratik are both my referrals in Learned League. Uh, so that was fun to have them on a team together. And that one also came down to the last question because going into that final question of half number one, Pratik and Stacy had the lead and then... Roy and Chris got the question and flipped it. Yeah, uh, it was a lot of fun. I didn't get, I, I met most of those people for the first time on that event, but um, no, that that was a good one. Uh, Roy ended up champion over Chris. Uh, yeah, but even that one came down to about the last question, I think, like it, Roy had the lead going into the final question, if I remember correctly, but uh, Chris could have stolen the lead. It wasn't a shutout. Moving on to game number 13. This is where we started to get a little bit of like momentum going. Um, So this was a matchup that I had wanted to do for a while. And Mm -hmm. just prior to recording, I had gone down to Jacksonville for the Trivial Warfare annual meetup in which I finally got a chance to meet most of the folks from Trivial Warfare. Uh, So we decided we were going to invite them on. Uh, So we had uh, Chris Hollister, Nick Groves, Ben Young, and Aaron Barclay from the Trivial Warfare podcast on uh, four players who at least have a a good rapport of podcasting trivia together, uh, at least on a somewhat regular basis. And yeah, well, 
And I remember we had talked about it earlier in the season too, that it would be really cool if we could get the Trivial Warfare people on because we had we had Carmella on in episode two and we had Zakia on in episode three. Um, I think at this point, the only one who has not been on yet is Jonathan. And that was just more due to uh, scheduling than... It wasn't even due to scheduling, actually. Uh, Jonathan was available, but he said, you know, let these other guys go first and I'll come on later. So we are going to have Jonathan on in the future. So um, he just decided to let the the rest of the team play. Okay, Uh, well, that's awesome. I I know you had handled the scheduling for that one because you had just met everybody. Uh, I had met most of them virtually at least uh ben and nick i've met in person uh and i may have met aaron just uh, at geek bowl 2020 and then ben's been up to chicago a couple times for work and we've gotten a crew together to go out and hang out for a bit so and that one ended up with uh aaron besting nick in the finals yeah uh we had a team old guard versus team new hotness although i think Ben and Chris had picked up the name Team Benifer. Yes, that was definitely their team name. Yeah. Um, but that was that was a lot of fun. And, mm-hmm. you know, we, we had a really nice streak there because back to back with that one, uh, episode 14, we had the cast of the Triviality Podcast. Uh, so we had Ken, Matt, Neil, and Jeff, or as they like to say, Ken, McNeil, and Jeff. Uh, and, and the four guys from the trivial the triviality podcast and you know there was no rapport between them there they had just met for the first time that day uh yep. so it, it was it was definitely you could tell that they didn't know each other at all so <laughs> honestly as much as I've, i have loved every single episode we have done i don't think i've ever laughed as hard as i did during that episode it was just uh the guys had me laughing like the entire time and i know it's i know it's audible in the podcast because there was no way to edit around me just like giggling through the entire game and 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 what's amazing about those guys is they had so much energy they had already recorded two or three episodes of their own show prior to our recording on that same day and still you know we we love those guys we appreciate the energy that they still managed to bring after a long day. Yeah, it was great. That was our second daytime recording and it was a lot of fun. And we ended up having Matt best Jeff in the final there. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, That I remember being fun with the team names because uh, when we first got Ken and Neil's team naming, they said bed, bath and body horror. We thought they said bed, bath and body whore. And we had to go through and correct a bunch of our spellings because when we were tracking the scores, we're like, okay, whatever. <laughs> Just like, oh, no, Bed Bath & Body Horror. Uh, yeah, one of the things we did introduce in the latter half of the season was team names. Yep. Uh, and somewhat to make it easier on us to refer to teams, but also because it just adds an element of fun. And who doesn't love a good team like the team we brought on for episode 15, the Quiznos Spung Monkeys from Online Quiz League. You really love those long walks for a short drink of water, don't you? Well, as long as I'm drinking. Um, yeah, so the, the Quiznos Spung, Spung Monkeys 
uh, are a online quiz league team. Three of them are Jeopardy recording friends, and the fourth is the husband of one of them. Uh, my OQL team faced them in last season, and I'm actually disappointed that they got promoted. I mean, good for them, uh, but disappointed because then we don't get to face them this season. Just get promoted. Uh, yeah, uh, we have too much fun to get promoted. Uh, oh, that's not. But, but, you know, that's the team of Lauren Manton, Ryan Manton, Leah Friedman, and Sam Stapleton. Uh, Great group of people. I I love those guys. And when we played them in OQL, one of the first things I said to them is, you guys are coming on my podcast. Uh, because we were, we had just launched or were just about to launch when we played them. And I was like, these, these people are too awesome to not bring on. Uh, it just took us a while to get that going. So, uh, episode 15, that was, uh, what do we call that one? Um, um, I now stream my kids bop. (laughs) Yes. A reference to you and your kids bop. Uh, well, yeah, the song Bailamos came up, and the first time I heard Bailamos was on one of the kids' early kids bop CDs, which was one of the first CDs I bought for myself because I was nine or ten when those first came out. Uh, and so I bought that CD, and that's how I learned Bailamos. Um, and I think we said something along the lines of things have really changed. I'm like, yeah, now I stream my kids' bop. Yeah. <laughs> Because they're uh, all on Spotify. <laughs> but that game ended up with Sam Stapleton besting Leah Friedman. Yes. Um, Another game that came down to the wire. Um, and uh, now that this is public knowledge, we can go ahead and wish uh, retroactive good luck to Sam in the Jeopardy wildcard tournament for season 37 and 38. He's a competitor in that, and we wish him all the luck. Yeah. Um. And, you know, we finished off with another team that liked to play trivia together. You put this one together. I did, yes. Uh, So early on, even before I think we officially started recording, we maybe recorded the first couple of episodes. Uh, I host a weekly quiz uh, called Cozy Quiz at the Critical Grind in Shorewood, Illinois. The owner, Dana... I had asked her if she would want to be on Frenemy. And she said, yeah, maybe if time allows for it. So then after she got through her, after she got through Gen Con, because they were out there, you know, for both personal and professional reasons, she was like, hey, is that offer still good to be on Frenemy? And I was like, it absolutely is. And I have had a team that's been at my game since night one called the Mind Flayers. And that is a team of Dana's best friends, Alyssa, Josh, and Brandon. And so when Dana was talking about who she would bring on as her frenemy, her first thought was Brandon because they've been friends for almost 20 years. And Josh and Alyssa agreed to come on as their competitors. And that ended up being a whole lot of fun, even if it was a very interesting recording situation uh, because they all recorded from the same place. So we had a lot of fun with like real life shuffling about once we revealed the teams. But yeah, that one um, was a lot of fun. That was uh, Josh and Dana versus Alyssa and Brandon. And then we ended up with uh, Brandon overtaking Alyssa there at the end. Uh, But Alyssa hung in there until the last question. So 
Yeah. And that ended up uh, rounding out our regular season. Uh, yeah. So, which brought us to where we're at right now. Yeah. So uh, that means um, uh, we have our 16 champions uh, just from episode one through episode 16 Jeremy Goodson, Carmella, Michael, Aaron Mayers, Scott, Sarah, Paul, Matt Kirk, Alan Chrysell, Jay Borsum, Lauren Robinson, Roy, Aaron Barkley, Matt from Triviality, Sam Stapleton, and Brandon. And all 16 of those are going to be in what we are dubbing our first ever Tournament of Frenemies. Uh, that's right. You know, a nice 16 round number. It divides by four very easily. Uh, so we're going to do just a two round tournament. We're going to take those 16. We randomize them into four matchups. We're going to talk about those matchups here in just a second. Uh, and then the winner from each of those matchups is going to uh, play in a final match to crown the season one champion. Yeah. Uh, before we talk about those, Tim, I did want to ask, do you have any moments of the regular the regular season that you remember to just stick out as kind of your favorite moments of the season? I know we've had a lot of great ones. So. We, we have um, a couple of them that stick out to me. Uh, some of these ended up being episode titles. Uh, Scott pulling Nick Offerman out of his ass. Uh, that was a great moment. Uh you know, there, there, there have been a couple with that 30 second timer in the second half. There have been a couple of those type of moments where somebody's just like at 28, 29 seconds and they just go, I don't know. Here's the right answer. Mm-hmm. And it's like, how, how, how did you do that? Um, the other one that sticks out is the moment that we dubbed the Kalori crash. Uh, you know, a great strategy from that first half. Uh a, a, a second half strategy, but from the first half of the season where mm-hmm. you you know you probably are not going to pull it, but you know that if given enough time, your opponent probably will. Uh, so you limit that op- opponent's ability knowing that your wager is going to benefit you if they don't pull it out. Uh, so you just lock in with a bullshit answer and hope that 30 seconds is not enough for your opponent. What yeah. about you? Brittany, you got any um, uh, significant moments? I will say I, it was first half of the season, but late in the first half, I still think making you cry on the podcast was a highlight. And I know that sounds mean, but I made you cry because you were laughing so hard, not because I was cruel. Yeah, um, that's because you made a spit or swallow joke. I did, because I was asking about swallows. Um, yeah. The bird. So, uh that definitely sticks out as a great moment. I think one of my favorite, some of my favorite moments are when we have that player that just goes on a tangent about how much like they're just like, a, like, I don't know if it's annoyance or if it's just like righteous indignation about how they don't know something. And it just turns into this beautiful rant. And we had one of those with uh, Jacob Hine in episode 10 where I believe it capped off with, I don't know shit about fuck. (laughs) And it just was like this whole just diatribe and like a word salad that was just beautifully put together. And then like, he knew the next answer or something like that. Yeah. Um, But I'm trying to think if there's been, I'm trying to think, uh, I think 
in the Triviality episode where we asked for the wrestler name and Jeff came up with Cocaine Mountain. Um, <laughs> made me laugh. But that did just remind me of my actual highlight of the back half of the season. That's my own personal one was the Lassacrassy and just boldly saying that being corrected, not being able to nail it at all, calling it Ted Lassoocracy. And then I think every episode since then, I have said Phallusocracy somewhere in an episode <laughs> just to prove that I did learn how to say it. Yeah, that 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 was a fun moment and a, a good recurring joke. Yes. Um, so. so 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 let's talk about what the frenemy the tournament of frenemies is going to look like. Yes, let's do that after this short break. Hey trivia lovers, want to get the pub trivia experience in an interactive way? Check out Liquid Courage Entertainment. With a wide range of offerings online, LK has you covered. Streaming a wide variety of trivia games on Twitch with one-of-a-kind formats like Tringo, Guestimate, Mega Sheep, and more. Or check out the World Trivia Federation. With 36 hours to answer each quiz and no obligation, the WTF is the perfect solution to scratch that trivia itch on your own time. Come see us at twitch.tv slash liquid underscore courage or check out patreon.com slash liquid courage to join the WTF for as little as $2 a month. That's liquid courage with a K. Innovative, interactive, intoxicating. And we're back. And as I teased before the break, uh, we're going to talk about what the Tournament of Frenemies is going to look like. Uh, what our matchups are, uh, a couple of rule changes or a significant rule change. Um, and I like to think of it as a rule enhancement, Tim. So, <laughs> uh, so, so, so let's start with the rule change. Now, Brittany, this is something that you came up with. Um, and we, we had kind of been teasing it. If you've been on the show, uh, we, we kind of said, you know, our, our our best frenemy for the week is going to get invited back for the tournament of frenemies, but our runner up is going to have something special. Uh, Brittany, what is that something special? Well, Tim, shout out to both uh, Drew Buxbaum and uh, Chris Ligori for where I actually stole this idea from. But uh, that's something special is what we have dubbed the revenge of the frenemies round. Um, and that is going to be a special question written by the runner up from the episode for one of our best frenemies that will be directed solely at our frenemy from that game. They must fight the gazebo alone and we have put it in the hot seat so that they are the only one who gets to work on it and it's guaranteed to fall in their seat. Yeah. Um, this has been a whole lot of fun. Uh, I mean, we, spoiler alert we've recorded one episode at this point um we're we're, we're not going to talk about how that played out but what we're seeing is a few different approaches uh to how this is you know um we've got some people who are taking the friend route and some people who are taking the enemy route which you love to see yeah, and, and it's great. Some people are going, I'm going to throw my frenemy a softball and give them a nice, easy question that they can get. And some are saying, I'm going to throw an inside joke at them. And some are saying, here's a really difficult question. <laughs> yeah, and uh, it's it's been fun to see what people have come up with because kind of the response I've gotten as I've reached out has been, oh, 
like, what do I do? Do I, do I write something that's super difficult? Do I write something that they'll get? I'm like, you know, here's, here's the parameters. They're going to face this alone. They're not going to have any outside help. You write about what you want to write about. And some people, like you said, are taking it the friend route where they're writing something, even if it's not a nice softball, it's something that they know that their frenemy will enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, or, you know, some of them are like, I think it'll be really fun to hear them try to solve this yeah. and giving us something. Um, now, now, Brittany, what happens if they do get the revenge of the frenemy question? If they do get the revenge of the frenemy question, Tim, they get 200 points for that question because it was specifically engineered to, you know, mess with them a little bit, be that in a good way or a bad way. That's its intent is to uh, take a little bit of revenge on the frenemy. Yeah. So, so it's a new feature. Um, our plan, at least I assume, is that it's going to continue into the final of the tournament of frenemies. So each game's uh, each game's runner up is then going to get to write a question about the person for the tournament of frenemy final. Oh yeah, uh, I think so. And yeah, so stay tuned and see how those questions work out. It's a lot of fun. And yeah, as a pre-thank you to all of our guest writers who are writing those questions for us. Um, just thank you for playing our silly games and continuing to do so even after uh, you made your appearance. You could shake us off if you wanted to, and yet you've chosen to partake in this. So thank you so much. So how about we take a look at our matchups for this tournament? Why don't we do that? So game one... Oh, before we introduce our groupings, let's talk about how we chose our groupings, Tim. Yeah, I am a, f- a a fan of chaos and randomness. And if I don't use dice in at least one game, it's not really a game that I've written. So, so, so basically, what we did is we took uh, random.org. We fed all of our best frenemies for the week in there, and we just kind of seeded them accordingly. Um, or, or no. We, we took our list of frenemies, 1 to 16, yep. in episode order, and we used random.org to generate a number between 1 and 16, and whatever number it came up with, and we took turns going back and forth. That was the next seat of the tournament, so. Yeah, uh, so that, the way that ended up, I, we, we had to do a little bit of manipulation due to scheduling, but for the most part, this is pure randomness. Um, our first matchup features Jay Borsum, Sam Stapleton, Scott Brill, and Alan Chrysell. Our second matchup features Aaron Mayers, Matt Kirk, Carmela Smith, and Sarah Calori. Our third matchup features Lauren Carey Robinson, Paul McLaughlin, Brandon from Critical Grind, and Michael Turner. And our fourth matchup is Matt from Triviality, Roy Kamara, Aaron Barkley, and Jeremy Goodson. So those are our matchups for the Tournament of Frenemies, which does kick off next week as you're listening to this. Um, I'm very excited for how these matchups played because it's just going to be a ton of fun. I agree. I'm looking forward to seeing how our players interact with each other because some of these matchups, I know these people know each other um, because I've heard them on other podcasts together or just know that they've crossed paths. I'm looking forward to seeing what happens because you never know what the uh, dice are going to say 
when we randomize our teams and split them up and especially once we throw in that revenge of the frenemies round which we have almost no control over almost. Um, you know we might do some slight editing if we need to on a question just to make it clearer or you know but everything has been pretty smooth so far i will say um with our second matchup i was the runner up on carmela's episode because i write a lot of the game <laughs> um i have seeded the frenemy revenge to another player from that episode uh so carmela will get one from another player from our episode but uh with that exception all of our questions are coming from the direct runners up um, provided that they are all willing and able to so yeah we won't force anyone to do it <laughs> i'm very excited to see what this uh, tournament of frenemies is gonna hold yeah uh, it should be some very good competition yeah um and we did one other thing that's a little bit different for, uh, you know, spoilers. We did already record one episode, but we'll continue to do so through the rest of the tournament. Um, we are actually sharing the writing duties for each episode. And we're sharing the hosting duties for each episode. So uh, we're actually trading off hosting a bit more than our standard season where one of us was scorekeeping and the other was reading all the questions. Now we're alternating a little bit. Yeah. Uh, so in the first matchup, you know, Brittany get, ran the hot seat. I ran the team round and she ran the individual round. And we're just going to flip flop that back and forth. Uh, and then we'll figure out the uh, the final, how that's going to divide. But yeah, this 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 frenemy tournament or tournament of frenemies is going to be uh, it's going to be something special. I think I think we're going to see a lot of competitive players here um are there any particular matchups that you're looking forward to all of them i mean i know that's kind of like i i know that's kind of a cop-out but like so many of these people i know know each other and i'm looking forward to the banter on mm. these episodes because like i know aaron and jeremy know each other um aaron barkley and jeremy goodson um so i'm looking forward to seeing how they play off each other if they play with each other as a team or what happens there i'm looking i know that um aaron my aaron mayors and carmella were once partners on a trivial warfare episode and now they're here on frenemy so i'm looking forward to seeing how that goes um i'm yeah. looking forward to seeing Lauren and Paul interact because I think they've done something on a show before it's I'm there's so much chemistry and camaraderie here that I'm just looking forward to seeing what happens yeah it, it's gonna be a lot of fun uh I know I've said that quite a bit but um I I, I just honestly don't know what else that this tournament's gonna hold because we haven't recorded it yet yeah. and anything could happen that's the great thing about frenemies uh frenemy trivia is your team match your the randomization of your team matchup matters how you're feeling that day matters like it could go any way any one of these 16 could win this tournament and i don't think i'd be surprised oh yeah i'm looking forward to seeing who we get to crown our best frenemy for the season um and if our listeners are looking forward to and you know, Tim and I are not going to make bets or play favorites on who will win. But, you know, 
if you want to declare yourself a team for someone, you can use the hashtag TOF plus the player name. So for example, if you're team J, you would use hashtag TOFJ. Um, you know, on on the chance that you post this to your social media profile. We haven't really had anyone use hashtags for our episodes yet, but a hashtag is just an octothorpe with meaning, right? <laughs> Uh, the the only one that we want to make sure we clarify is uh, Matt Kirk will be hashtag TOF Matt K and Triviality Matt will be hashtag TOF Matt. So just make sure you remember whether or not you want the K or not. And we will post all of those with the spellings in the show notes uh, so that you can see what they look like. Because we also have two errands, one of which is a double A-R-O-N and the other is an E-R-I-N. So yeah. Um, Brittany, what else do we have for the night? Anything? Um, you know, that's basically all I had. I just want to say a special thank you to our listeners. Um, this has been an incredible experience, uh, no matter what happens with the tournament of frenemies, however that shakes out. I have been blown away week to week just to see the amount of support we've gotten and the feedback we've gotten. And I'm just, I'm, I'm excited to see how this tournament goes, but I'm also looking forward to what we do in the future. I've enjoyed everything we've done so far. And yeah, I, I just, I don't think I can thank our listeners enough. So. Yeah. Um, I want to thank everyone who has uh, given us a rating on wherever you find your podcast. Uh, that helps us get found. Uh, you can, you know, anywhere you find your podcast, Apple, Spotify, Podcast Addict, wherever you can usually rate and review us. So if you give us but a not five Google star, Podcasts anymore. <laughs> well, Google Podcasts is going away. It's going to be under YouTube. But um, yeah, just leave us a rating and review because the higher our rating and the more reviews we get, the more likely we're, we're going to be found. Uh, we've been really excited about the listenership so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, you could... Uh, and. Uh, it's just a great way for you guys to show that you support us without a whole lot of, without needing to put in a whole lot of effort to do so. And we are all about the low effort here at Frenemy Trivia. I, I don't know about you. I put a lot of effort. I know. <laughs> I was making us seem cool. Um, <laughs> Cause you know, this opened with me talking about my stormtrooper glasses. So we've already got cool kid status. So. Yeah. Uh, but I think that about does it for the regular season of season yeah. one. And yeah, and I think that brings us to the close of episode two of Behind Frenemy Lines. If you enjoy what we do here you and want to support us or our sister shows, you can go to ptebb.com. There you'll find the links to everything, including our social media pages and our uh, episodes, our other shows. Um, our uh, link to our Patreon if you want to support us there and are able to financially. Uh, but like Tim said, you can also leave us a review or a rating on your favorite podcast app or your least favorite podcast app because we're there too. Uh, we do have a, uh, I don't know if it's linked on the site yet, but each of our pages is now getting a Blue Sky page as well. So if you're on Blue Sky, follow us there. We are Frenemy Trivia there. Yes, we are at Frenemy Trivia there. We're at Frenemy Trivia most places that have social media ats. Um, 
but yeah so once again thank you for listening uh thanks for supporting we hope you enjoy the tournament of frenemies we look forward to any feedback you have and if you want to be on our show in future fill out a form at ptedd.com slash appearance request uh but other than that for this behind frenemy lines i've been Brittany, and i've been tim and we'll see you next week for the kickoff of the tournament of frenemies <laughs>